When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Let's go! Welcome in to the CHGO Bedard Podcast. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Yes, Who was we that? are still giddy. We are still floaty. I mean, come on. That was not the best <laughs> entry you've ever done. You were a little downbeat there, considering what has just occurred. I'm just uh, tired. We didn't sleep Yeah, last I night. slept like <laughs> Oh, I didn't ass. sleep at all. I was like, it was like I was up all night watching Connor Bedard highlights. Yeah. Maybe a few other things. Yeah. As predicted, uh, I stayed up all night playing NHL 23, then went to bed, and the dog had to go to the bathroom at 4 in the morning, and then I couldn't fall back asleep. So a little sleepy, but we're all running on adrenaline, running on fumes, as sure. most of Blackhawks Nation is today. If you've been living in a hole or you just woke up from your coma, congratulations. The Blackhawks <laughs> won the draft lottery. It's 2023, by the way. Connor Bedard <laughs> will be the pick. And uh, this is a franchise changer. Today on the show, we're going to talk about that. We also have a bunch of commentary from some past interviews we've done. You're going to hear from Cam Robinson. You're going to hear from Emily Kaplan. You're going to hear from Shana Goldman. And three future Connor Bedard teammates, Kevin Korczynski, Nolan Allen, and Colton Dock, all talked to us about playing with and against Connor Bedard. It's really, really good stuff. Uh, something we didn't really get to last night. And let's just get to it and then move on from it forever. Sure. Um, this concept of the draft being rigged. Look, I could see that if you thought the NHL was going to rig a draft, why they would want it to be the Blackhawks. It makes perfect sense. It's an original six team. It's a huge market. It is a rabid fan base, etc., etc. The league published a video of the entire lottery ball selection process. Steven Wino was there. Aaron Portsline was there. Frank Cesaravalli was there. Lawyers were there. It was all done on camera. Gary Bettman holding up newspapers from that day to prove it was indeed <laughs> May that. 8th. That was like my that favorite part of that. Yeah. Day. What's a newspaper? 2020, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it, 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 was, it was not rigged. And there are a lot of butthurt hockey fans out oh, there. 31 it. other teams worth... It. Um, so the concept of the of the rig, fine. I'm not even going to really pay it any credence. It's yeah, not rigged. I, I, I feel like we have to kind of split yeah. our feelings on the, on the two biggest things people are upset yeah. about with the Blackhawks getting the top overall pick. The rigging part is nonsense. I think that we all agree on that, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. All right, continue, Jay. The other part is this whole lack of justice or the Hawks didn't deserve to get this pick and it's a bad look for the NHL for this to happen. I'll say this. If you feel the Blackhawks should have lost draft capital for the Kyle Beach scandal, I can see where you're coming from. I get it. And you're probably right. Yeah. That said, it didn't happen. They were not penalized draft picks. They were, they were fined two and a half million dollars. He who shall not be named, Joel Quenville, John McDonough, El McIsaac, everyone affiliated with the leadership group at that time is no longer with the organization. No longer in the league. Correct. As of today, or you know, end of the season, every player affiliated with that team, the last two holdouts, Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane, are also out of the organization. Yes, the Blackhawks deserve punishment. Yes, they got off too easily. However... 
there's no one there anymore aside from Rocky Wirtz, and you can't fire the owner to punish. So for our teammates at PHNX to say that this dark Kyle Beach cloud is going to follow Connor Bedard around for his career is nonsense. It is, it is saltiness. It is butthurtness. Connor Bedard has nothing to do with what happened to Kyle Beach in 2010. He was learning his ABCs he was when that four happened. four years old yeah. when that it's happened. It's unfair. It's unfair. Okay, first of all, it makes me a little sick to my stomach that Pete, the only time most people even bring up Kyle Beach's name is to shit on the Blackhawks. Right. Do you think he wants his name like to be used in that sense? I don't think so. No. Yes, I agree. The Blackhawks got off easy with that. Yeah. But two two quick points, and I'll, I'll try to make this as l- less ranty as possible. Mm-hmm. First of all, Connor Bedard does not deserve to be associated with that scandal. No. Kevin Korczynski does not deserve to be associated with that scandal. Luke Richardson does not deserve to be. Mackenzie Entwistle has been through enough. He does not need to be associated with that scandal. Nobody in that locker room had anything to do with it now. Nobody in that locker room going forward during the rest of this era had anything to do with it. The fans had nothing to do with it. Why are you going to punish one of the biggest, most loyal fan bases in the league that already had lost a generation of fans to mismanagement and now they got them back? So, yes, the Blackhawks got off easy, but that should not... That should, that should not be a punishment to the players that are here now and the players that are coming in the future that had zero to do with it. And you also have to think on a business standpoint why the Blackhawks got off easy. Because when the Blackhawks are at the top of the league, they are making money for everybody in the league. Why would you put that? Why would you punish them into the stone age? That makes no sense from a business standpoint. So all the butthurt blues fans and crybaby Red Wings fans and butthurt coyote fans that we didn't get justice. Boo effing who you guys won't be complaining when the salary cap goes up a few million dollars over the next five or six seasons. Cause the Blackhawks are good again. You won't be complaining then. Maybe the Coyotes can actually afford to keep some of their players around instead of having to trade for Shea Weber's contract again. Yeah. So the lottery is random, completely random. It's not rigged. And, yes, I, under, I agree with the Blackhawks should have been punished more, but they weren't. And now they were rewarded because of the system that is put in front of them. They played the game according to the system so let's let's move on. I'm not saying we need to forget about the scandal. Absolutely Never, not. Of course. That yeah. needs to be at the forefront to make sure it never happens again, but you can't punish people who are in this locker room today for something that happened 13 years ago when they were just getting the training wheels put off their bicycle. Right. And I don't want any Canadian hockey fans celebrating any gold medals that team Canada no. wins. Because of their sex scandal. Yep. Right? It's nope. easy to Can't pick and choose. It. Yeah, it's Team very Canada easy. just won another world champion junior gold medal. With Connor oh, Bedard. With Connor Bedard. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the other thing about this is if you're suggesting that this should not be allowed to happen, you are suggesting rigging the draft. You right. are suggesting saying, okay, we're going to have this draft happen this way, but the Hawks, we're not going to let them get that number one pick. That's rigging the draft. So you want it rigged in favor of it's, who? It's, it's, yeah. Who's the right. squeaky clean organization in the NHL? I, don't, I doubt there is one. Couldn't There's not. Vivian Maybe Seattle because they just haven't been around long <laughs> they enough. Just started. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just started. If we're gonna, Who's buried underneath Climate Pledge? If we're going <laughs> to like not reward any professional sports tra- franchises who have done shitty things in the past and no one's ever getting rewarded. Right. Period. Right. Exactly. Well, All right. Uh, Can we wash our hands of this? Anything else you want to add? Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's it's hard because I think it's it's thirty one fan bases that didn't want to see Connor Bedard go to one specific team, and it ended up going to that one specific team. And it, I, if I was part of those thirty one other fan bases, I would probably feel exactly the same. Yeah, and 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 to the people who are the most upset and angry. 
uh, disappointed, whatever you want to say about, you know, the, the Blackhawks landing the top overall pick and, and getting the opportunity to select Connor Bedard and, and turn their franchise around uh, with him being a piece of it. Look, like, we hear it. We see it. You are, you are heard. You are understood. You are probably right. But this is, this, this is the outcome that, that it is. And I, I echo your guys' points. Like, those things that, that happened within the organization, um, that they enabled Brad Aldrich to uh, still be around and, and be able to continue working in hockey years after what he did to Kyle Beach and, and, and others, um, it's, it's, it's inexcusable. And it, but it shouldn't carry to the players that had nothing to do with it. And it's just unfortunate that, you know, we already know the scene that Nashville is going to be for the Blackhawks having the first pick and, and, you know, worst kept secret in hockey, it's going to be Connor Bedard. That arena is going to be so loud with booze. And as much as we say, oh, we're going to love it and suck at Nashville and all that stuff, like it's going to suck for Connor Bedard to get that first like experience with the Blackhawks being thunderously booed. You're, you're but, assuming it's filled with Predators fans. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's going to be booze. If it's, it's anything like a Hawks Predators game in the, like circa it's, 19, it, 2013. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's the fans of all 31 other teams. Yeah, you know, he's know. And, yeah. But it's Connor Bedard. I don't it know would happen like, too, though, if he was a Ranger Hawks. or a Leaf or a Red Wing yeah. or anyone no, that's ever be beaten di- the Predators. I honestly think it would be different. That you you're gonna have the 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 booing and jeering because it's the draft because it's the Blackhawks with the top overall pick in Nashville it's gonna be different and 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 it's unfortunate that that's gonna be his first experience but my point I'm I'm trying to make and get to is that you're gonna find is you're gonna be hard pressed to find fans of the Blackhawks that are excited for Connor Bedard in the context of I'm so glad that ownership gets Connor Bedard they're not no one no one outside of the Wurtz family I'm sure is 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 thinking that people are excited for themselves as fans they're excited for their friends who are fans their family members who are fans uh there are so many people all of us included that have deep rooted roots in being fans of the Blackhawks team and and players that have come through here and people that you've gotten to meet and know and become friends with and, and the community of, of Blackhawks fans. I think that's where everyone, that's why everyone's excited. That, and, and I think that's who everyone is excited for because outside of those directly involved in everything that happened over the last decade, it, the, the fan base has gone through just getting the ricochet of, of the blame and I, I I think it's 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 why people are excited for the for the most part and and I I think that you know Connor Bedard coming to Chicago this is a this is a hockey market a, a sports market that we want to embrace and love the star players like 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 we, we talk about all the time. I talked about it, you know, yesterday. Uh, Austin Matthews is a free agent next summer, and he could come to Chicago and instantly be, like, loved and want to be successful. We, Chicago, as a sports market, we want the stars to be people that we uh, love and appreciate and glorify we're not it's not toronto right. it's not new york it's not edmonton it's not vancouver it's not markets that as soon as something goes wrong you are now the villain you are now the problem we there's so many blackhawks fans wanted adam boquist and kirby doc to work out so many people want justin fields to be the quarterback of the Bears for the next 15 years and lead them to a Super Bowl. So you're not going to find people that want them to, to fail or are going to jump down their throats 
you know, if they're, if they're not leading to success. So I think, you know, people are saying like, oh, he should pull Lindros and not play for the Blackhawks organization. He's going to come to a city that wants him to be, to reach his potential and wants him to be that, that guy. And I think that is the reception that I hope if and when he does become a Blackhawk that, that he embraces and that the city will embrace him and that's the that's the fan base that he's going to care about hearing from. Yep. And you know what? If he has any bad feelings or, uh, you know, getting booed in Nashville, those will quickly be erased when he's announced in the starting lineup on opening night at a right. sold-out United Center. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Be a lot more gonna, cheers for Connor Bedard than booze. There's going to be a lot of people at the United Center next year based on all the season tickets they sold right after they won the draft lottery. Yeah. The excitement is back. Yeah. You, you don't get that all the time um and you know what people that say he he, he should pull lindros how'd that work out for eric lindros in the flyers yep uh they, i remember the, him the, hoisting a cup the, 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 the quebec nordiques aka colorado avalanche won the stanley cup four years after he refused to play yep. for him so all right let's move on from this let's get to the good news of the day of course uh got connor a, bedard is going to be a black hawk that's right uh we got a five dollar super chat from nick he says i had a nightmare we chose fantilly over bedard last night no way kyle tries to outsmart the draft right <laughs> yeah, no, no 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 there nick. is no way in hell everything's fine that's no. going to happen he has already submitted the whatever card he has to fill out <laughs> to submit for the yeah. first he's already submitted that it's, it's done also in the spirit of the 2023 number one overall pick. We are having a massive sale on all CHGO Blackhawks merch today at chgolocker.com. All CHGO Blackhawks t-shirts are $23 today only. They're the Backhawks. The Backhawks. While supplies last, so jump in. They are going quickly. Uh, There was one I tried to order that's already sold out in my size, so hurry up, get those orders in. $23 uh, Tuesday, May 9th only at chgolocker.com. And, of course, uh, Die Hard save an additional 20%, so jump in there and take advantage of that. All right, we're going to take a quick time out real quick, and then when we come back from the little break here, we will get into some of our uh, video highlights from previously in the offseason and in the year of uh, really, really smart people, smarter than us, talking about Connor Bedard. Shout out to New Schooler. A uh, couple, uh, three bucks there, Canadian. Bedard, baby, let's go! Nice, <laughs> like it. Thank you for giving Mario's voice yeah, a rest. He was the guy screaming last night. Thank you for taking over you that, got it. that duty. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was some intense, feeling rough. some intense moments. Feeling rough, but I'm sure it's totally worth it. The voice is feeling rough. Yeah. Uh, nothing a, a good couple of Goose Island beers can't take care of. Goose Island, there they are. They are the proud sponsor of us, the beer sponsor of us here at CHGO, and they have been Chicago's beer since 1988. How can you argue with a beer roster as deep and talented as theirs? They got the Goose IPA, a six-time medal winner at the Great American Beer Fest, always in style with a citrus aroma and bold hop finish. Of course, the Tropical Beer Hug, the Dry Hopped IP, MP, Imperial IPA. It is a 9.9 ABV beer that is dangerously easy to drink. One of those will take care of you nice and good. They got the full pocket pills and everyday beer. It's what the beer brewers are drinking. Of course, the Golden Cans, the 312 Wheat Ale, staple of their deep and talented roster. Hey, grab yourself an ultra-fresh brewery exclusive beer at goose island's original brew house on Clybourne avenue in lincoln park or you can head over to their tap room on fulton street in west town and uh get a great beer uh anywhere you go with goose island again that is the goose island beer company you know today this morning i went out for a nice long walk the birds were singing a little louder <laughs> mm-hmm. my thermos full of coffee brewed with the tears of 31 other fan bases was just <laughs> mm. absolutely delicious saltier than usual it was the best tasting coffee i've had in a long time and i wore my shady rays because nice. the sun was out it just felt great and you could take on the sun with gear built to last our friends at shady rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with their premium polarized shades at an affordable price Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn 
Shady Rays is way too humble. They are better <laughs> than any expensive pair. I've been a customer of theirs long before they became a sponsor because they have durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures like roaming the streets of Wilmette or sitting in construction on the Kennedy. Uh, yes. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on the very first day, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Did you sunglasses fly off your head last night when you celebrated the Blackhawks landing the number one overall pick. Well, you can wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. And together with their customers, Shady Rays is providing much-needed support to nonprofit partners across the United States through the Shady Rays Impact Initiative. They're doing everything from building play sets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS, the outdoor adventure of a lifetime. Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others just like it now and for years to come. And if you don't don't love your Shady Rays, spoiler alert, you will. You can always exchange them for a new pair or return them free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. And exclusive for our listeners, along with those $23 t-shirts yeah. at the chgolocker.com, you can go to ShadyRays.com, use the promo code CHGO for 50% off all orders featuring two or more pairs of Polaroid sunglasses. Trust me on this one. You're going to want to try for yourself the shades rated by five stars by over 250,000 people, including this guy right here. All right. There you have it. Uh, hey, smash that like button for us, by the way. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube page as well. Podcast listeners, follow and subscribe where you get your podcasts and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That would be greatly appreciated. All right. Let's let's get through some of this audio here. Um, should we go chronologically? All right, Lawrence, you that's tell us what where we to were start? told to do. So yes. yes. <laughs> hey, shirtless dark guy. Hey. hey. He's out celebrating Connor Bedard. <laughs> Norm. All right, who's up that's first, uh, Lawrence? Uh, we're going to start with Cam Robinson. Uh, this was from last December, December 8th. All right. So we'll just kind of go there and we'll. Uh, Cam Robinson yeah. and Connor Bedard. If we're talking comps, uh, who is the Connor Bedard NHL comp? If you could compare him to somebody in the league right now or historically, maybe, who would that be? Yeah, so the one I've kind of uh, keep coming back to is I think he is a sniper version of Patrick Kane. Um, so obviously play play different positions uh, with Kane on the wing um, and Bedard down the middle. We'll see if Bedard ends up being a center in the NHL. I think he certainly can be, and 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 teams will draft him as such. Um, but he has that slick, slick playmaking. Um, he's got great hands, great awareness, knows how to hit spots. Um, you know, at the junior level, he can get a little silly out there with some of his moves when he when he doesn't need to. But like, who cares, right? He's just this mega star who can get away with it. But the the difference there is that he shoots the puck as well as anyone on the planet, including Austin Matthews. Like he has that dragon release shot that arguably, like I don't, I'm not sure if anyone else in the NHL other than Matthews can shoot it like him. Um, so he's doing that at 17. He won't even turn 18 till next summer. Honestly, there's no reason to, to doubt that this kid's going to be a 50-goal scorer when he's in the NHL, maybe even a 60-goal scorer. Um, and so you add that with the type of hands he has, like a Patrick Kane and that, that offensive creativity. Um, I said that for Fantilli, I wanted to see him kind of up his decision-making and his problem-solving. For Bedard, I wanted to see him up his playmaking, and he's done that. So both these players have kind of hit exactly what you wanted to see from them this year, um, and they're doing it simultaneously as they're trying to combat, kind of go head-to-head. Um, but, yeah, Bedard is a fully complete offensive player. Um, the defensive side of things yeah, has some has some things to be worked on, but you don't pay that kid to, to play defense and, and to hit guys in the open ice. You pay him to put the puck in the net, he's going to do that a whole bunch. That is the comp that will not go away. Hey. Patrick came with Austin Matthews shot. Yes. Sploosh. Sign me up. And that yeah. was and, and that was Cam talking about Bedard before he went and dismantled everybody at the World Juniors. Yeah. Like crazy. It yeah. is yeah. I, I don't know what like I really don't know what else to say. It's 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 just crazy that a player of his caliber is going to be available to the Blackhawks. Just to get specific, by the way, on the World Junior Championships, uh, aside from his 143 points in 57 uh, WHL games, in seven World Junior Championships games, he had 23 points. 
That is against the best players his age in the world. Mm-hmm. 23 points in seven games. That's, that's over three points a game by my math. That's I mean, the math I can do. That's it. Like, say what you want about the WHL. Say what you want about who the Regina Pats play, whatever. You can't bat an eye at the World Junior Championships and the performance he put on. Yeah. With the spotlight blasting on him, mm-hmm. all eyes that tournament were on Connor Bedard. All eyes. And he not only did he meet expectations, he shattered expectations. And he showed up in the big moments. He had the, the OT winner yep. in, the, in the quarterfinals. Like, he, he was a big performer uh, in, in, in the medal rounds. Like, yeah. He ab- he absolutely met every ex- met and exceeded every expectation that was put on him, e- even in the last two seasons in juniors and 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 for the world juniors. Every expectation that you know people in the scouting community uh, has had for him, he's met and exceeded it. Um, yeah, and then one of the most impressive things about that was when he got interviewed after scoring that huge overtime goal. He want to talk about the goal. He want to talk about his teammates. Right. Like, yeah. So you've getting this amazing talent who also has that high character that Kyle Davidson, the Blackhawks, crave so much. Yeah. Like, it's, t- it's too good to be true. But it is. Yeah. And he's going to be in a Blackhawks jersey. I mean, it's, it's so exciting. Next up, we've got ESPN's Emily Kaplan. This is from January 30th. Uh, she talks as well about uh, Connor Bedard. You made that comparison with Bedard. Austin Matthews, Connor McDavid. I think McDavid's already in the conversation today as like a top five all time player. Is there any way, like, is Bedard that good? Could he be McDavid good? I'm not sure McDavid good. I think some McDavid is just on a different wavelength right now. Um, we haven't seen someone quite this dominant in some time. I think the trouble that I have with Bedard, and I think evaluators do too, is that you know the best is yet to come. And if you've seen him, he still has a lot of physical development that he needs to um, go through just, you know, with his age. So we don't quite know how he's going to net out. But I think he would just be one small rung under McDavid, just the way that he's been able to take over games with as much spotlight and pressure that he had. And I don't think that part has really been covered enough because the noise is really loud about him. And everyone you talk to, whether it's NHL evaluators, agents, teammates, coaches, None of it seems to phase him. The fact that like his junior team was like, oh yeah, it's totally cool after world juniors and you just lit the entire show up and won a gold medal, like take a couple games off and no, he was playing their very next game. And I think had four points, like three goals and an assist or something insane. And then just insane production after that. Um, so he's a very special player, probably one rung under McDavid, but we're, it's going to be a while before we see another McDavid. I'll put it that way. A rung under McDavid. That's another thing we've sort of heard is somewhere between Matthews and McDavid That's is fine. where Connor Bedard projects. Okay. Sure. Oh, if I have to settle for just one rung below yeah, Connor right. McDavid, fine. I mean, McDavid, when it's all said and done, will be considered one of the top three, four players of all time when mm-hmm. he's done. Probably. Could be in the argument for greatest ever. Yeah, people would make that argument. I mean, he needs a cup. Right, but sure. I hope he wears uh, a cup. What's Baseball that? players, they need to wear a cup. Yeah, of course, for safety. <laughs> um, but hockey players, fine. So thinking of Mike. If you're a notch below one of the top five best players of all time, yeah, that's abs- I will take that. That's absolutely fine. And and you know the there's there's some um, some chatter I've heard of like, well, he might not be like McDavid. He might be more like Patrick Kane and have a Patrick Kane type of career. Okay. That worked out pretty That's well. That's fine. Here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that worked like, out I'm fine. I'm not, not complaining with three with Stanley that. Cups, a heart trophy. You don't yeah. have to be okay. and, 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 and Kyle Davidson, uh, when we spoke with him after <laughs> we talked to Kyle Davidson, that like completely was like, Oh yeah, we also did that last night. Um talking with him after the draft lottery last night and how much he emphasized like it's not about one player. We have to build a complete team along with Connor Bedard who he didn't name, but uh, we know who that's going to be. Um, that's it's the same with, with when Patrick Kane was, was here in, in the heyday. He was one of the best players on the planet for a stretch of time, and he was playing alongside a number of other players that played either star roles or complementary roles and played them perfectly. So, yeah, like 
Connor Bedard, sure, he may not be the the McDavid-esque type player where he's considered the best player in the league for a decade and a half continuously. But if he's along those lines of like, you know what, he's probably one of the top five players in the league right now. If that's if that's what he ends up being, which was which is great. If he's surrounded by other guys, it's gonna elevate other guys that can that can meet that meet that level, meet their potent, reach their potential. Um, guys like Korchinski and Nazar and Ethan Del Mastro and uh, like those guys coming in, Lucas Reichel. Like if those, I was talking with my buddy yesterday. I was just like, if half of the prospects that we are excited about right now reach their potential in Chicago, the Blackhawks are going to be a cup contender for a decade. Yeah, it's definitely trending in that direction. You're adding Connor Bedard to a team that has the fifth rated pool prospect pool in the league. Oh, and by the way, we have seven more picks in the first three rounds of an historical deep draft after Connor Bedard. <laughs> Pretty good. And an extra first round Giddy. pick in 2024 and an extra first round pick mm-hmm. in 2025. Mm-hmm. Now, they might not make all those picks. No. Or, or okay, you use them to get something but, else you need. Yeah, right, exactly. That's is, why this, it's an asset, this right? Is mm-hmm. how, this is how you do it, folks. You want to call me a, a, you know, a Kyle Davidson apologist, whatever, even though he's got nothing to apologize for at this point. This is how you do it. Right. You yeah. tear it down to the studs, you get as much as you can, and you stick to the plan. It doesn't sound like he's going to deviate very much this offseason. And he's just going to add, you're adding Connor Bedard to an already pretty darn good prospect mm-hmm. pool, and then you're getting even more prospects after him. When it's yep. going to be, it's, it's now not all these guys are going to pan out. Mm-hmm. Not all these guys are sure. going to play for the Blackhawks, but this is how you do it. The more chances, the more prospects you add, the more chances you have to hit. Mm-hmm. As we talk about, you know, Kyle Davidson doing it the right way. You look at some of the teams in the league that are halving it, that are trying to, like, maybe we'll go young, but sign some veterans in there to help us out. Nashville, they got the 15th pick in this draft. Mm-hmm. They're going to get a good player, good player, but not someone that's going to alter the franchise. Pittsburgh, who brought the band back together to play exactly as many Hawks, uh, as many playoff games as the Hawks did this year, mm-hmm. zero. Uh, Vancouver, you know, they started who selling some pieces last year a little bit, but... <laughs> Yeah, it's where, like yeah. where where do you come out of this? And that's that's kind of the thing is like for all the people that were against the way Kyle Davidson did this, we asked all year, what's the alternative? Present an alternative that will work to get the Hawks not just back to the playoffs, not just back to winning a round, to winning the Stanley Cup, to having the best or among the best rosters in the NHL and no one no one had an answer for us. Well, you know, you could have kept Brinkett and you could have kept Doc. Okay, but then where do you get your first-round picks last year? Korchinski's not there. Right. Right? Uh, Danesar's not there. Renzel's not there. You, you don't have any first-round picks, right? Right. So it's – so already that's invalid. Sure, those guys make this year's team better, but Kyle Davidson took a look around and looked at Kirby Doc and said, this guy's not going to change my organization. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you have to have big brass ones, and uh, he's got them, man. If he you, is unafraid. If you go through last year's draft, take away their first-round picks, and then you go into last night, and let's say they end up with the 11th or 12th pick, how excited are you for the future? How, how much trust do you have that things are going to turn around quickly? You don't. You don't. So... Yes, you've got Doc, you've got to bring it on the team, maybe. Okay? Let's, sure. Let's, maybe. Play, let's play pretend. So maybe they have the fifth or sixth worst record in the league this year. They pick where you're saying, what's the way out? There's no way out of that. Right. Unless you hit a grand slam in the middle of the first round, which can happen, right? There's those guys that are right, way yeah. better than projected, sure. But you want to give yourself the best chance to get the best players, and it's exactly what they did. Yep. So, you know, and, and, um, I don't know. I just, I think, and yes, it, it's always, it's easy to look back in hindsight and say, well, because they got Connor Bedard, obviously it was the right thing to do. But had it been Fantilli or Mitch Carver Carlson, I don't know if it would really change the conversation that much because any of those three, especially the first two, will probably be, end up being better or as good as Alex Debrinkit, right? Right, yeah. So it's, 
you know, it, it, I know it was hard. I know it was painful, but I love the fact that this GM is unafraid. He's not doesn't care about your feelings. He doesn't care about your memories. He doesn't care about your framed artwork in your in your man cave or your she shed. He wants this team to get back to Stanley Cup glory. And that's right. what I love. Sometimes I said it last year when uh, um, the possibly soon to be unemployed Kyle Dubas wouldn't give up a first round pick for Marc Andre Fleury. Nice guys don't win Stanley Cups. You yeah. got to be ruthless. Sometimes you got to be a dick. And you don't you 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 make the unpopular moves. You be cold-blooded. You take the heat. Mm-hmm. But you know what? If Kyle Davidson's in six, seven years, hopefully sooner, is standing on top of one of those double-decker buses holding the Stanley Cup, nobody's going to be like, that's the guy that traded Patrick Kane. Get him. Right. No. Yeah, right. They're going to be like, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. All right, next cut we have is from Shana Goldman from The Athletic. This is January 31st. Shana gets into more of the analytical uh, part of uh, Connor Bedard's game. How good of a prospect is this kid? He's really good. I think I think looking at first overall picks is honestly really difficult because we've been spoiled by the likes of Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid. And if someone doesn't match up to that, automatically everyone yells their bust and their disappointment. You look at Rasmus Dallin, he's a prime example of that. He's hitting his stride now, but some didn't have the patience for him to get there. Um, and in recent years, we've seen first overall pick struggle a little bit more, the Jack Hughes of the world, and look at what he's doing now. And, you know, Alexi Lafreniere still hasn't hit his stride at the NHL level. So all of that is worth keeping in stride. There's a middle ground between having a terrible rookie year and having a fantastic one and becoming a generational talent. That said, there's a lot of reason to like Connor Bedard as a prospect and to like him as a first overall pick and to have high hopes for what he's going to do. We did some of the math uh, during World Juniors. It's changed since because he's returned to the WHL and has been absolutely crushing it. But um, a while back, Dom Lushishin did work on the value of a draft pick, and he found that uh, first round, a first overall pick is expected to bring 18 wins to a lineup over their first seven seasons. So that's not seven NHL seasons necessarily. It's the seven-plus seasons after a player was drafted. At the time, um, he had his model had Bedard to be worth 22.6 wins over his first seven seasons, which is even better. You know, it's above average for that uh, pick. But to keep some context, to keep it, you know, even uh, McDavid, he was worth almost 31 wins in his first seven seasons. And Matthews, who's in that seventh season right now, is already worth 28 wins. So, you know, it's not those heights, but it's still above average and very good for a first overall pick. That's Shana Goldman from The Athletic. So I like the analytical uh, slant to it. I like that she says, like, well, it changed a little bit after the World Junior yeah. Championships. Yeah, bit. it's going to – after you put, have a performance like that. Yeah. Um, look, wherever you go, whoever you talk to, the consensus is this kid's going to be really, really damn good. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably the most tempered. Yes. Right? Yeah. But that, that as was... an analytics person, that's sort of Shana's job is to be not buy into the hype – crunch the numbers and, and see where it goes. And, and definitely from that perspective, that analytical perspective, um, what Connor Bedard can do with the Blackhawks, a lot of that is also going to be predicated on who he's playing with. Yeah. yeah. So again, it goes back to that necessity to not put everything on his shoulders and make sure that there's a team around him that will help him be the hopefully one of the best players in the league for his entire career. Yeah. And that's when we talked to Chris Peters last week, he sort of said, you know, if the Hawks end up getting Connor Bedard, they are sort of obligated to give him some help right away. Now, I think we can all assume that he and Lucas Reichel will be line mates who Uh, fills out. And the other, here's the question though, is Bedard a center? Is Bedard a wing? Is Reichel a center? Is Reichel a wing? So mm, that's kind of the Who's that's the, kind of the chess game that Luke Richard has to play because center wise, you got Tyler Johnson, you got Cole Gutman. This organization you, you, has no, no depth at that position. There's yeah. no center if, depth. If they you want, a, to if they want either of those two guys to be a center, you can shoehorn them in because no sure. one, no Next one's taking, no one's taking that spot. Hey, they, maybe Max Domi comes back and is a center again. Who sure. knows? 
I was just going to look up who are the free agent centers. I'm looking right now. Okay. You're probably faster not, than me. They're not Jonathan Taves. Oh. Well, <laughs> about that. Well, let's be realistic here, okay? So, you know, we want to look uh, not ancient like Taves, but somebody with maybe something to prove a, a guy on a who, short-term deal. Because a guy who's got his legs underneath him. Da- but Davidson gonna... said they're not going long-term here. Right. Uh, and when he spoke to him yesterday, he said, nah, I'm not really straying from this path. Right. I'm sticking with what we need to do. So, uh, Sean Monahan. Uh, uh, 28 and a half years old, okay. made 6.3 million with Montreal. Eh. Not for that money. Health issues. Well, uh, he's a free agent. Jordan Stahl yeah, is 35. Patrice Bergeron is 37. He's retiring no. probably. Alex Kalorn, 33 years old. He doesn't. Is he play center? I he's, uh, he's listed as a center. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Alex Kerfoot, 28 years old. No. Uh, JT Comfer. Hey, you know what? Not to be the top line center, but. Northbrook's own JT Comfort coming to Chicago. I don't mind that. That'd be fine. I'm I'm down with that. Uh, Lars Eller, uh, 34 years old. That's a guy that I think they may target because that's a guy that you can get assets for at the deadline. Sure, but does he have his... If if you're putting a player between Reichel and Bedard, they're going to have to keep up. So... Well, yeah, I'm not saying that's the guy you bring in the but in between those two guys, but that's a guy you bring in the play center. For I didn't mention sure. Ryan O'Reilly sure. because the, the assumption is yeah, he's going to go to a contender. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't see him coming here. It's so, but it's so funny how Chicago is already a market that players like to come to, and a team that players want to come to because it's you know it's an original six. It's one of the most well-known organizations in all of hockey. Having Bedard here might change the minds of some free agents and say, yeah. well, I want to go to a contender. I want to play meaningful games. It might be like, hey, you know, a, a year or two in Chicago with the Blackhawks, with this young group coming in that's including Connor Bedard. Maybe that might be fun. And he's 32. It's not like Ryan O'Reilly's ancient. It feels like he's been yeah, playing forever. I, right. Yeah, but by the time the Hawks are ready to be like true contenders again, he's going to be 36, 37. Yeah. Why waste? He's got years? a cup. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm not, and I'm not saying O'Reilly specifically, but guys, yeah. Yeah. players, well, no, players I mean, like him. Your point's players, correct. It certainly, players, it certainly opens up the pool of yeah. people who are gonna. Hey, it's Kyle Davidson. Click. Right. You know that that's not happening anymore. Yeah. I feel Any like center in this league is gonna be like, let's talk. Those yeah, those phone calls will be answered a lot a little bit more. The Alex Kalorn name is interesting. Yeah, because that's a guy that helps build that culture. Another mm-hmm. Tyler Johnson type guy that sixty four points in eighty two games this year four four point four five million yeah he's I, a guy I, I bring in for him. two three years you know yeah. whatever I bring him in because that's a guy that's got that been there done that two Stanley Cups three straight Stanley Cup Finals he was on four the, Stanley Cup Finals yeah, he was, was on say, that twenty fifteen team because he scored that ridiculous goal against the Blackhawks yeah I remember that um, I really like Comfort too I think Comfort's not a terrible idea. bring them both in with with um, <laughs> get the money Howard though with Landeskog missing the entire year next year which was announced today yeah, yeah that's uh, that, that changes, things, changes for things for Colorado for so Comfort maybe sticks around resigns yeah. who knows Jonathan Taves to Colorado we heard it here first <laughs> there you go. Um, just going through the list, like yeah. there's not a ton others that like really stand out. I think like Luke Lendenning, that's a fourth liner. Yeah, uh, you know Paul Stasny, man, thirty-seven year old no. Paul Stasny. No. No, 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 I mean you're looking. I mean, and the people we're looking for are guys to play here next year, maybe two years. These aren't guys that are going to be long-term pieces. We're not building the next playoff team here next year just because you got Connor Bedard. No. That's why like a guy like Lars Ellers makes sense because. Not necessarily because I still think they're going to give Bedard every chance to play center next season. The, why give him not? An opportunity. It's yeah. the time it. to do it. Yeah, we're also learning that faceoffs aren't as valuable as they seem. Like the Hawks were one of the best teams at faceoffs in the league last year. Yeah, it didn't. There's a lot amount that goes much. into what you do with the puck. Yes, right. yes. Well, when you when you win faceoffs and you have guys that could actually like pass to each other, it might help. <laughs> yeah, it helps. <laughs> Let me ask you this, and maybe this is a different show for a different day. So feel free to pause me if you'd like to. Mm. Could you see the Hawks making a play for Timo Meyer? No. No. 
Not it's not part. Not, of, it's not part of Davidson's long term. That, that would be the twenty six. I mean, that would I, be the deviation. I think I would be plan. for it. I wouldn't be against that. I wouldn't be mad at it. But I just when Kyle Davidson says he's sticking to his plan, I believe him. I, I, I think, agree. I think that would be a play. That would be a player. That's the type of player you get next summer. Maybe. Yeah, and you're not signing into a short term deal. You're signing into six seven years. Yeah, and I, I don't think that that's. I don't think that's, well, especially that's if you're targeting Matthews or maybe yeah, Drysdale next gonna year. Yeah, I think that's going to be something that yeah, uh, Davis is going to. It's do. interesting, and somebody up there in the chat uh, mentioned Ryan Reeves <laughs> to bring in some protection no. for Bedard. I don't know if hey, that's look, really a thing anymore. I'm I, Ryan Reeves from from everything we know is is loved by his team. It's kind of like Max Domi. We all yeah. poo pooed Max Domi. The idea of him coming here, and then he came here, and then he played, and we got to talk with him and, and experience Ryan him in person. Ryan Reeves is a fantastic human being. Does a lot of community work. Yep. I don't want him on my hockey team, though. I, I think if you're if you're looking to win, well, hey, maybe next year it's 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 a guy to have who's not going to win you too many games. I don't think you play Ryan Reeves because Connor Bedard is here. Um, He's thirty six. Been He's been around for a, for a long time. time. I know, but man, I would not. I would have guessed like. Remember when he was 34. on the Blues? That was like four teams ago. Yeah, for remember yeah. when the Blues got a first round draft pick from him? Yes, from Pittsburgh to protect Jesus. Sidney Crosby, and he was on Vegas within three months. <laughs> I just think the whole concept of protection is overrated. It is. You know, you just had uh, uh, who did Trubo almost kill? Why am I blanking on that? A lot of people. Timo Meyer. Timo Meyer. Yeah, Timo Meyer. Almost got murdered on the ice by uh, Truba. Yeah. He does it all the time. It's not a, the deterrent thing There's, is not a factor. There are there are guys already on the roster that will drop the gloves like Absolutely. Connor Murphy and Jared Tenorti. Um, you you don't need four or five of those players. Yeah. No, you've got guys like that. You've got Reese Johnson. You've got Jared Tenorti, like you said. You've yeah. got guys that are willing to stick up for their teammates. I think he'd be fun to cover. If you if you sure if Max Domi comes back, there's another one. There's another one. Yeah, you got guys like that. Just as long as they're not their goalie, they'll put, they'll stick up for it's you. It's crazy, yeah. you know. The the more as as much as we were like, hey, Max Domi, maybe he'll come back. Man, I, I the way he talked about the the team, the city, Luke Richardson, um, wanting to be you know in Chicago for a, for a long long time. Um, now that the Blackhawks have the top overall pick, it seems like the the best option for him for what he wants to do, play in an elevated role, have a, have an extended uh, term contract, probably be overpaid by a little bit more than, than you're going to get on the fair market yeah. value in Chicago, and you get to play with Reichel and Bedard and, and be kind be a leader in a in an open locker room, a, a younger locker room like. That's a great situation for a guy like I Max I have Domi. a feeling when the that card was flipped over by Bill Daly last night, Max Domi reached for his phone and <laughs> sent a little text to his agent saying, hey, Chicago or bust. Get that channel <laughs> open because as soon as we get eliminated here by the Kraken, yeah. I want to come back to Chicago. Uh, just got an email from the Chicago Blackhawks. The subject, join the ride. The future is bright, it says. Join For the, the second ride. time in franchise history, the Blackhawks hold the number one overall pick in the upcoming NHL draft. This potentially franchise-altering selection, along with a highly ranked prospect pool, uh, <laughs> this is great, man. They're just they're right on it. They don't even need to be. They sold what, like twelve hundred season ticket packages in over since five million dollars, almost $6 five million dollars yeah. worth of, of including twelve hundred new full season ticket members. Unreal. It's crazy. People, it's, crazy. Uh, it's exciting. People, join. They said join the ride. In the yeah. email, join the ride. That's a, the that's ride. the email subject. Hey, they they know it's it's TM'd over here. Right. <laughs> the hop on the ride. Yeah. So exactly. Okay. They don't blatantly copy us like some other people. Mm. Mm. Hey, Shirley Stark. Mm. Guys. Hey, fired. Shirley Stark guys back again. There he is. Um, is that all right, a ninety-eight tattoo I see on his back. <laughs> <laughs> it looks fresh. Uh, another piece of audio to play. The last one and my favorite. Uh, we were able to talk to on March 29th, uh, Seattle Thunderbirds Colton Doc, Kevin Korchinski, and Nolan Allen. We asked the trio about playing with and against Connor Bedard, and here's what they had to say. You guys have had the chance to play with Connor Bedard. You've got to tell us what it's like. Because that's that's the guy. After just so you guys know, we do a post game show after every show, 
And then to end the show, we end it with a with a draft simu- like a draft lottery simulation. Because we're just chomping at the bit to have Connor Bedard come to Chicago. So those of you that have played with him, let us know what it's like. Yeah. Um, you know, for for me definitely. I actually never I never met him before I went there and uh about a week before we went to camp, I, I played versus him and you know, going into that game I was really adamant on not letting him get a point or, you know, do anything and I was trying to get him shut him down or whatever. But when I finally got to meet him, you know, he was what he does off on the ice is you know incredible. Everyone sees, but you know what he does off the ice is you know it really sticks out to me. I think uh, he doesn't need to be that guy, but he is that guy who you know reaches out and talks to everyone and sees how, sees how they're going and, and what's going on. And with with me when I separated my shoulder, like he didn't have to come and talk to me during those game days. He, he was he had other stuff to focus on, but you know just come reaching out and seeing seeing how I was doing and, and what was going on, just sitting there and chatting with me, you know, that was, that was huge. That was a, that was a big thing I noticed with him. Yeah. Like dog said, his high character. He's a, he's a guy that kind of dedicates his life to hockey. He doesn't um, take any shortcuts. He does everything you need to do to be the best you could say. So, um, and yeah, obviously he's playing on the ice. He's got kind of everything he can, he can dish the fuck. He's got that. Um, he's got that shot, that vision skating. He's got everything. So, um, and yeah, I think it's just a testament to his hard work. Um, then that's something that he just, like I said, dedicate his life to. So, um, yeah, if the Hawks, if the Hawks talk to me, great. I think he's going to be um, a hell of a player in the NHL. Yeah, like like these guys said, I mean, obviously I hope Chicago gets that first overall pick so they can take him. But, um, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> do we? Guys on the ice and you're trying to defend him in, in the practice when, when he's coming down on you on camp. You're kind of a little, little bit nervous when he's coming down on you. But, um you know, uh, like these guys said, he's even he's even a better guy off the ice, which is uh, the best part about him. I mean, hey, that's awesome! Like that's awesome to hear. That's that like, is what they call peer reviews. Yeah, and those guys like they don't have at that point, they don't know he's going to be the pick. They're right, just yeah. they're shooting from the hip. Like, hey, great guy, love playing with him, uh, tough to play against, and awesome guy off the ice. Like when you hear it from the players, mm-hmm. that's what gets me the most excited and and speaking of that like too we also had um this conversation last night like how happy we all are for for seth jones and connor murphy and these veterans who maybe thought when they were coming to chicago it was gonna be a different experience and then they had to go through last year and they're like oh god Mm -hmm. you know and all of a sudden just life is breathed in to uh to this whole organization top to bottom and we got a uh, comment from Kevin Korchinski, number one fan. Hey. says, I bought my Bedard jersey to the T-Birds game last night and held it to the glass and warm-ups. Doc and Korch were loving it. That's nice. awesome. That's awesome. That's, 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 that's very, very cool. And speaking of the Seattle Thunderbirds, they are in the WHL final. They uh, took care of Kamloops uh, last night, getting a win in game six. So they will face the Winnipeg Ice in the WHL finals. Uh, with a chance to play in the Memorial Cup, also on the line, back-to-back WHL final appearances for the Seattle Thunderbirds and for Kevin Korchinski specifically. Uh, him, Doc, and Allen, yeah, they 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 go for that WHL final uh, championship. That'll be a lot of fun to uh, keep tabs on. And and yeah, those guys. I mean, they've all played against him. They all played with him. Um, it's 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 great to it's it's great to not only hear from their perspective how good he is on the ice and what it is to play against him in practice and games um how much he changes the game when he's on the ice specifically um but also the the kind of teammate he is and i think you know there have been top overall picks top overall prospects who have had quote unquote character issues that have either caused them to not end up being the top overall pick because they didn't rub the 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 team with the first pick the right way or uh those character issues or or whatever have caused them to you know have their careers stifled a bit and it doesn't seem like Connor Bedard is is that kind of guy every indication is that he's a good kid he he knows the gravity that he holds as as the player that he is um you know there there there's been a, a um you know coverage and uh, you know it's been talked about how his parents have kind of had to like tell him and prepare him of being like hey like you're this really amazing superstar athlete 
when you get to the highest level, you're no longer going to be solely just shined upon because of who you are. Like yeah. you're, there's going to be some, some, some challenges. So I think, you know, his, for, for the majority of probably his teenage years and maybe even before that, he's probably been conditioned to be prepared for like, Hey, like there's going to be a lot of pressure on you. And, and, you know, if, if he's able to handle that, which it seems like he is, um, that's a good thing. And, 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 you know, the, the, the pressure that there is on him to succeed right away, uh, in Chicago, I think, like I said before, I think it's coming from that pressure is not going to be, you better be the, the yeah. next Connor McDavid and, and revive this team or else like it's not that tone. It's you, we want you to be that player because mm-hmm. we want to put you up on that Blackhawks Mount Rushmore, put you in those discussions in the next 15, 20 years. Like we want that to be the reality. We don't want to see your first misstep so that we can take you down. We are going to tell you about our friends at ComEd. And after that, we've got a little bit of breaking news from the Blackhawks world. So stay with us here for the next, uh, what, minute or so. And we'll, we'll share that news before we wrap the show up. Yes, you mentioned ComEd and their energy efficiency program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve, helping manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. Yes, ComEd offers a wide variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across their territory. ComEd also offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities like for HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. How does that work? Well, Greg, (laughs) an authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. These can be done in person or virtually and last approximately two hours. Within three to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that they can start working on immediately. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and simple payback. If you own a business, don't wait. Get started saving money and energy today, Monergy. For energy-saving tips, lighting incentives, or to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com slash poweringbiz. Did you say comed.com slash poweringbiz, B-I-Z? I did indeed. Schedule it today. All right, the breaking news. Uh, Connor Murphy has been named the Blackhawks nominee for the 2022-23 King Clancy Memorial Trophy that is presented to the player who best exemplifies leadership qualities on and off the ice and has made a noteworthy humanitarian contribution in his community. That is a no-brainer when it mm-hmm. comes to the Blackhawks. Is this a new award? No, it's no, been it's around been for a while. Been around? I, yeah. just, this, I don't ever it's one of those. It's one of those, like, to the side awards, but, like... Yeah. It's yeah, yeah it's, Mur- I, Murphy being nominated, absolutely. Oh yeah, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, makes all the sense in the world. Really that's good awesome. dude, great in the community. Always eager to speak, win or lose about social issues, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Connor Murphy is a is a great dude. I'm, I'm not Jewish, but the term mensch seems like it fits. It's, <laughs> yes. it, it fits very well. All right, before we wrap up, one final reminder about our CHGO Blackhawks shirt sale: twenty three dollar Blackhawks t-shirts at chgolocker.com today. Uh, today only. So get them while they last. And we've got to knock out some super chats here. A $5 from Kyle says, I've been listening to you guys for a long time. So happy that the channel will likely boom with number 98 in the org. Thank you guys for being awesome. Well, thank we can't you, help Kyle. it. Thank, thank you for you, saying Kyle, it, Kyle. Awesome. Uh, $5 super chat from Nick says, one of y'all said next year, Reichel will lead in points on the Hawks, uh, even with Bedard. Still believe that? That was me, and <laughs> was yes, great. I do. Someone's got to assist on all 80 of those counter Bedard goals. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, Nick with a four ninety nine says, do you guys think the Hawks should trade the Tampa pick and one of the seconds this year to move back into the top 10? Get, I'm not against that. Get me Mitch Sure. 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 Go for it. Why not? Uh, and finally, Young Dangle God with a $5 super chat says trade up from 19 with a second rounder and take Gabe Perot at 14. Offer sheet Lafreniere. Ah, you lost me. 4.2 million and send the Rangers a second as compensation. I'm There's so your tired help. Of there. I don't want I'm him. good. No. I'm good without him. Gabe Perot probably won't be there at 14 anyway. Yes. And 14? of course, our buddy Charlie the Bacon guy says bacon day plans are being made. Oh, yeah. Imagine what it'd be like when the bacon. Hawks win the cup again. We're going to have bacon go. here soon. Let's go. There, there's that arousal again. <laughs> Cannot wait. All right, we're going to wrap things up. We're back tomorrow at 2. Tomorrow we're going to talk to the voice of the Regina Pats. 
His name is Dante DiCaria. Uh, looking forward to that conversation. He had a front row seat to all of Connor Bedard's Pats games. So uh, there will be our first in a series of guests talking about good old number 98. Yeah. And also, final note here, uh, Jakob Galvis is officially going to Sweden. Yes. The Malmo Redhawks yep. from black to red. Good luck to him, man. I, I, I'm surprised you get more of a look. Yeah. But he probably sees the writing on the wall and says. Numbers game. Yep. Yeah. Good for that. You know, go play a year in Europe. Get some uh, get some tape. And then I'm sure some team will be giving him a call. He's sure. a good player. Absolutely. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow with two. Reminder, we are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use promo code CHGO. When you sign up, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 2 o'clock on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Stop it.